Welcome back. Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe OG, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Monday morning as we get set for what should be a great day. Monday Night Football, we just put together our same game. Probably we'll finalize before you coming up. Lightning bets later this hour. And we will dive in in a few minutes here to the NL portion of the Major League Baseball playoffs. Those games continue today. Game three, Giants-Dodgers tonight. Alex Wood, Max Scherzer, game three this afternoon. The Braves with Ian Anderson against the Brewers. Freddie Peralta also won one. So some great series in the NL. But first, let's circle back to some NFL things we haven't hit on yet, including one that, you know, we we heard it on this show. One of our favorite guests, Gilles Gallant, joins us uh, pretty regularly. And he's um, always got interesting props, touchdown props. But he threw something at us. I'd say this was about six weeks ago, late August. Joe came on the show, and he threw something out. It was, it was out there, but I understood the logic. We needed one significant event to happen, though. And unfortunately for anyone out there who's a Seahawks backer for, for futures in terms of Super Bowl or division, it happened. Russell Wilson got hurt. We mentioned it last Friday morning. We found out Friday evening that Russell Wilson is going to be out a while. That finger needed surgery. Timeline's weird, four to six weeks. Who knows? But he's gone for a while. We'll see how long that is. But listen to this. This was Joe Gallant on our show about six or so weeks ago talking about the Seahawks and a kind of out-there prediction. If Russ goes down early, let's say they win week one, but then he goes down in week two, or just somewhere in the first two games, that team is – they're screwed. Like, they, based on schedule, roster depth, reliance on what he does offensively um, – it's really going to be bad if he gets hurt, like to the point like where I don't really know how they could recover. I just don't think from a roster and coaching standpoint, they can overcome those types of things. Uh, I personally think that the Seahawks at 125 to one is the bet to make. The Seahawks at 125 to one to finish with the worst record in the NFL was the bet to make then. Now you can find it plus, you can find it 500 to one on FanDuel. And by the way, Paul has it, Joe has it. I just took it 500 to one. Let's talk through this. Okay. Russell Wilson is going to be 500 though. Well, they have two wins. They have two wins in the bank. That, that helps them, right? If they had one win, I think the odds would be much different. They have two wins in the bank, but guys, before we get to the quarterback situation, I think Geno Smith is just so bad. Their defense is on pace to be the worst defense ever. Like we're talking about the chiefs today. The Seahawks defense given up for at least 450 yards in every single game. They're, awful they can't stop anyone now they play with geno smith at quarterback it's going to be very hard for them to win a game or more than a game without russell wilson well okay so i'm looking at all the teams that have worse record uh, a worse record right uh at least fewer mm-hmm. wins and we you have to go to the very bottom with detroit and jacksonville both zero and five on the season De- we're a broken record but detroit is in these games some of these are going to flip their way. How many? I'm not sure. Are we going to get to three? With 12 games Maybe. left, we could. With 12 games left. Seattle can't win again. Here's the thing. Seattle can't win again for this bet to be live. Uh, Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence is going to get better. I don't know if the situation down there is going to get better. But we saw so- Chenault. What do you have? A 58-yard touchdown yesterday, too? Like they uh, It's a big Jaguar show. Team. We know. We know. They outgained they look good. that game, which is surprising to many. Uh, Houston, are they going to go right to Tyrod? I don't know, but maybe Davis Mills will look better as the season moves along. 
he he's gonna go down in the history book, right? He's the guy that had the best game as rookie quarterback against Bill Belichick. I I don't know if he can play, uh, but the problem is, I mean, the Dolphins so bad, Jets are horrendous, Giants, everybody on the team is hurt. These are, these are the teams we're talking about that have have a worse record already. And you know, the Colts, how many games are they gonna win this season? I just realized the Jaguars play the Seahawks in Seattle on Halloween at three o'clock that we might know that soon. Oh, Halloween Sunday. Halloween. I guess. I'm it is, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So Jaguars in Seattle, three o'clock. Well, central time on Halloween Sunday. I'm locked mm. in. We need it now. So they also play the Jaguars in December and the lions. They play all the teams. Here's the key to this. We can hit this. It ha- One thing has to happen though. Russ has got to shut it down at yes. some point because oh. the injury. Yeah. Russ has got to shut it down. They could lose the next six without him or whatever it is. And then I, I just, I'm trying to figure out how this happens. Is it a mutual thing? Like, let's I just, let's, I think, I mean, based on the past off season, I think there's real possibilities. Like, yep. You know what? It Still blows up. Feeling great. Yeah. Once it blows once, up. Yeah. Once the season is lost, once it's clear that the season is lost, what's the motivation to come back? I mean, San Francisco has the same record as Seattle. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. Look at some of these teams that have the same record. Minnesota, um, New England, your Eagles, Kansas City. <laughs> Kansas City has the same record as Seattle. I mean, they're going to be two a- nine, three and eight. Boy, if we get to December and Russ shuts it down and they have two, they only have two wins. We're live for this thing. Gino, that was a mirage. Now you're selling me G- on G- it. I'm trying so hard to pass, but you guys. When you give a, a defense a full. Just week put a dollar, prepare. Aaron. It's, a, it's 500 to one. I know. I know. Give a defense a, a full week to prepare for Gino Smith and see how he looks compared to this past week. Oh, he's going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be horrendous. Can, can we talk about Russell Wilson's next team, though? I'm kind of excited for that. I mean, what if he goes to the Steelers or something? Or who else Aaron, needs the the Dolphins? Aaron Rodgers well, is I going to Pittsburgh. Old. I heard. I mean, he's always he's always mm. been Howie Ro- Roseman's white. So then the Packers. But isn't every quarterback? Yeah, but not like Russell. <laughs> really? Like he just Ooh, yeah. the Washington Football Team. Nobody that's a, that's a spot. Who would want to go to Washington? <laughs> well, and the, no one. But if and they trade him, what's he going to do? Defense is awful. He's got not much weapons. My owner's a Raiders? piece of crap. Like, there's Raiders? no reason to go to Washington. John Gruden's always been obsessed with him. John Gruden won't be coaching. <laughs> well, the next coach of the Raiders probably wants oh, yeah. him. <laughs> oh, the next coach league, to get fired. You guys think, you guys agree with me that the league's going to do absolutely nothing and hope this goes away? Yeah. You know why they can get away with it? Because we really can't see it, right? We're only we're only getting snippets of what was written, right? We're not has the body of the full emails been put out there? I don't think so. Will it? I haven't seen it. Like that's the kind of stuff that gets shared a million times. It blows up. No one can avoid it. Like I just you need the I image. Think with these, the image, exactly. You see the full body of it, you see it highlighted, what he wrote, how he wrote it, whatever he said. That's a big. However, I feel like if this happened in the NBA, they would handle it immediately. Yeah. You know what this? As as this sounds ridiculous, but it depends how the media handles it nationally. If they keep pressing the the, I agree with I agree with Aaron. Those that cover the NBA tend to like 
these are big stories. And the NFL yeah. makes it a big story, but it's just swept like the, under the rug. The NFL just has, has a way of plowing, putting their head down and saying, we're just moving forward. Just yeah, like, well. Ignore the noise. Ignore the noise. It's going to be fascinating to monitor because they have mm-hmm. so many partners. And if they make a call and say, stop it, they're going to stop it. Sure. Well, of course. Yeah. That's what matters the most. Uh, quickly, before we go to the NL playoffs here, uh, Seahawks plus five with Geno Smith in Pittsburgh on Sunday Night Football is up from three and a half. So that was three and a half. Now it's five. Uh, that will be a difficult game for Seattle to, to really compete. And even though the Steelers aren't very good. All right. NL playoffs tonight or this afternoon. Let's start with the, uh, I guess we'll go chronological order. Game three in Atlanta. Freddie Peralta on the hill for the Brewers against Ian Anderson for the Braves. Um, this series kind of played out the way I thought. That the first two pitching matchups were excellent. And I wasn't surprised if the Braves got one of those games because it both felt like toss-ups pitching-wise. Mm-hmm. This one, Peralta hasn't been the same since he came back off the IL. He went on the IL around August or so. I had him on my fantasy team. He was unbelievable early in the year. Just unhittable. He hasn't been the same since. It, it gives me some thought that the, the Braves, if they can get his pitch count up and get him out of the game, they, they have a chance in this one uh, to, to take an advantage in this series. Kind of like the – this reminds me a little bit of Red Sox – uh, raise where I wouldn't be shocked if the Braves win today. And it's like, are the Braves going to knock out the Brewers quickly? Uh, Peralta's strikeouts is at five and a half, and Ian Anderson's at four and a half. Well, we is- talked a lot about those strikeout props in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think those are too low or no? See, I, I think like what we've seen, what we saw yesterday with some of those pitchers leaving early compared, these guys are so much better than those pitchers that were leaving. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, and then Peralta against this Braves roster. I know recently, you're right, he hasn't looked as great, but he's dominated them. 55 plate appearances, they're hitting 156 with a 33% strikeout rate. And Ian Anderson has looked really good against the Brewers. So my first thought is under eight. Yeah, uh, I hmm, I guess it depends on... The over-under worries me a little bit because I could see Peralta coming out quickly. So his five starts since he came back here, guys, he had a 2.4 ERA, went on the IL with a shoulder thing late August, came back September 3rd, 23 innings. So the strikeouts are still there, Joe, 31 strikeouts in 23 innings. But mm-hmm. his ERA is spiked to 4.7. He's just been hittable. Like he's just given up runs. He's been more wild. He's putting guys on base. I'm a little worried about him uh, heading into the start today, even though, like you said, he's got good numbers off the, the Braves. He's, uh, you know, he's pitched well against those guys. And it's not an elimination game. Do you think five and a half is too high then? Because I would just do over or not touch it. I mean, five yeah, and I'm a half is a lot it. in the playoffs. Yeah, it is. But he's also the kind of pitcher that couldn't you see him giving up four or five runs, but also striking out six. That's how he gets his outs. Like he's that kind of pitcher. But I, I'd stay away because I just I don't trust him right now. Um, I like the Braves in the game today, actually. Oh, okay. I like Ian Anderson. Pretty much. A, it's just a, yeah, I'm just going to fade Peralta because I just don't like the way it's it's looked since since he got back. The other series tonight, this is the late one, 937, I think his first pitch. The Dodgers got game two. Giants got game, game one. Logan Webb was incredible. Uh, Giants got game uh, – Dodgers got game two. Urias, just really good. Gosman, eh, okay. And then he got in trouble in the, in the middle of the innings there. Game three tonight. Here's the way I read this. Dodgers have to win this game. Otherwise, they're going to lose this series. They have to win the Scherzer start. They have to win Scherzer, Alex Wood. I I, I don't yeah. think they have a chance if they lose this tonight. And if they win, it probably goes five. I can see the Giants coming back tomorrow and getting it back to five. But this is the Dodgers' season tonight. If they lose tonight behind Scherzer at home, I don't think they're getting back up. You're right. 
And uh, the run line here, wow, we're minus 220 on the money line. And the run <laughs> line is plus 104 for the Dodgers. Yeah. Should Scherzer be minus 200 favorite with a total of seven? Well, I'll tell you, Scherzer, like many other teams, he's flat out dominated the San Francisco Giants. Like the numbers just off the charts, hitting 168, 213 on base. He strikes them out 39% of the time. And Wood has been strong, but not against this team. They have crushed him. So that's interesting. It's a large sample size in the division. They're hitting 330, a 390 on base, 1100 OPS against him, Joe G. You're right. The Dodgers have to, have to, have to get this game. If you're looking at props, uh, some some hitters for the Dodgers that have had success against Wood. Chris Taylor's 4 for 12, four extra base hits, two homers. Pollock, 10 for 25, couple homers. Justin Turner, 5 for 19. What's interesting, even though Scherzer has been so successful against San Francisco, there are some hitters on the Giants that have been that had his number. Like Tommy Lastella, he's going to be your leadoff guy, so he's going to mm-hmm. get that extra A-B. He's 4 for 10 with four extra base hits. Every hit's an extra base hit. Uh, Crawford, 6 for 15, five extra base hits and a couple of homers. I wonder if that total's too low. So here's my thought on the game. I lean Dodgers tonight. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a bad play to live look at this if they if they get Scherzer's pitch count up. I have a feeling with the off day coming after these next two games and Webb and Gosman potentially taking down most of the innings into game five, I think Kapler is going to go crazy with his bullpen the next two games. Mm-hmm. I could see Webb and DeSclafani out after one time through the order. Like he just tries to go through every pitcher he's got to try to win one of these next two games and, and feel like, if I'm if they're tired for game five, I've got Webb and I've got Gosman. Like I don't really need my bullpen in game five. So oh. I could see a lot of pinch hits tonight. I could see a lot of I, I could see the Giants trying to outsmart the Dodgers to steal one of these next two games. What do you think the wood strikeout prop is? Three and a half? Four and a half. I'd go under. I go under. I agree with you. I, I think you're right. That's a that's a good call. Because if you can steal this really one- quick, speaking of unders. So last night, um, Giants, Dodgers, when I looked on BetQL, the under is a five-star rating. It still is, but so is every other game tonight. Um, (laughs) They have the under as a five-star rating. So I just thought I'd throw that out there real quick for you. In this game, too, they have an under? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Because it shares All of them. Good pitching. I just it's tough to go under in those White Sox uh, Astros games. Those offenses are just they're legit. Even the unders that have hit yeah. probably should have gone over late. They the right. runs just didn't come in. It's gonna be a great but day. But you like the under seven and a half for Giants Dodgers, right? Yeah, it is seven and a half now. Now I'm starting to wonder because Wood could get hit around. Uh, yeah. well, no, I do but not. I, but- I, I do not like the actually. I thought. It was seven okay. earlier, and now it's seven and a half. So now I'm kind of going back and forth on it. Yeah, it's one of those things with props in a game like this. I just, like the Rays do. Like I could see Wood out in two and two thirds, and it's a bull, it's a bullpen game for the Giants. So the matchups tend to change a little bit as as that happens. All right, coming up next, lightning bets for a Monday. Four MLB games to play, and of course Monday Night Football. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily, as always, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.